This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Hey, Leroy. What? Your mama. She's calling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pete and Sebastian Show. We're up and running here, live from Los Angeles, live from Fredonia. We're uh, we're meshing it in today, zooming it out. Yeah. Uh, lots to get. I mean, I don't know. This has been three and a half weeks since we last did anything remotely close to a podcast. I've been on a lot of podcasts between the last time I, I saw you and now. I got some uh, tips and pointers from... People who are succeeding in the podcast space—not that we're not succeeding, but we're nowhere. We're nowhere near where where we need to be. And I think I got some clarity on that. <clears throat> Number two, uh, my hip is killing me. My left hip is killing me, and I, I need to know before we go any further from right. you. Prior to getting your hip surgery, what does right. it feel like in the hip that you're like, oh, I can't. Do you remember the pain, where oh, it's man. coming from, okay. what you couldn't do, yeah. or what? It's like inside. There is so much to get into, bro. You're like on another level of stardom. The show, I can't even wait to discuss that. It's so good. Right in here. Can you see? Yeah, in right the inner? Here? Yeah. In the inner. Yeah. And right in there, it would just hurt so bad that I couldn't even walk. I remember, like, long story short, going on a walk with Jackie and Sadie around the reservoir in Fredonia. I had to sit on a rock and wait for them to come back around. I just couldn't walk. I talked about it on the cast. And the doctor said, when I went in to see him, you're going to need hip surgery. When should I do it? I said, he goes, listen, let's just get you all set up as far as when the time comes, we're ready to go. And we did all that, all the tests and blah, blah, blah. Now it's up to you. When you feel you can't take the pain anymore, we'll set it up. I came back from that reservoir. I'm like, make the call. And, you know, it was all set and ready to go. So, I mean, is this just like feel like a pulled groin? Is this like constant no, now? This is, this is on the outside. Uh, and this is all this right. is where, and, and I think, I don't think it's a hip replacement. I definitely think I tweaked it uh, while I was kayaking uh, <clears throat> with my with my daughter and let me take you through this experience um yeah we were in naples florida over uh, thanksgiving and uh seraphina and i decided to go out on the kayak right uh i've been on a kayak before it's in the bay it's not you know the the water was like glass but when i went out this time there was a bit of a current Seraphina's in the front. I'm in the back with an oar. All right. Mm-hmm. I get out into the water, and right away I notice that I don't really have a lot of control of the vessel. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. I start to drift towards the homes. Right? Uh-huh. I, can't, I, yeah. can't, I can't maneuver the damn thing. Seraphina's having a ball. Oh, my God, Daddy. This is so fun. I'm in the back trying to maintain composure because I don't want her to feel like we're in danger or daddy is is old and feeble. No, yeah. There is nothing more frightening in in a little girl's world than seeing her father go, oh, fuck. You know, that's like, that's like end of the world shit for a girl under 10. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or run. Go, God. What, Dad? What the fuck? Run? I'm with you, guy. <laughs> Sorry, oh, you're God. trying to play the hero. You're trying to play cool. All right. One horse. You got, are you doing one of these, guy? A lot of this? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying got, to like steer, you know. Oh, I'm, it's I'm got two to... heads. It's got two yeah, heads? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you, guy? What are you doing? What are you, what are you riding the fucking rapids? <laughs> you're in over your head. <laughs> double double headed or double headed or in a bay in a bay 
headed towards a basically a, a retaining wall that holds up a home. Right. So we're headed there, and she's like, "Daddy, Daddy, we're getting close." Now, now she's like, "We're getting close to the house." Like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, "All right, I ain't having her take the brunt." We're not going to head on. So I kind of skid the thing. We come up sideways, and I got to put my hand up on the wall. Now I turn around. Lana's in a kayak. It's a single-person kayak, and she's got Caruso on her lap. And she, the way she looks, you would think, you would think she was on, on the dock. No move, beautiful. I go. Right, you ain't right. getting this current. Why am I getting pulled in? And, and <laughs> yeah. she, she looks beautiful. Hair, hair, yeah. beautiful. Caruso laughing, and I'm up against the wall, thinking it's the end yeah. of the world. I'm ready to tell my my daughter get get out. <laughs> that's that's your street. You grew up on the street, guy. I mean, I know you grew up in the suburbs, but you know, you yeah. grow up on kayaks, guy. Come on, no. They grew up on kayak. So we were out there for about 10 minutes. I, I, I pulled it back in. And I, and I think in the in the uh, activity of trying to get the thing back into the dock, I think I pulled something in my hip because since then, man, it's I got a burning pain on my, on my left side trying yeah. to get rid of it. It is when you're rowing or kayaking or something like that, whoever's in charge, when it gets to the point, we went on the 4th of July, same sort of a thing. When you... When you're in the back and you're steering it into into something that the other person on the boat has to use their hand to push off from, you, you're not doing a good job. It's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? It should be. So here you are telling your daughter you're fine. Next thing you know, you're up against the fucking break wall for a house. Guy, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, you know. It's like age. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't want to harp on that whole age thing. You know, I'm old or what. It's, it's not the case. I'm just saying... I just don't know when, you know, like, for example, when's the last time you played, like, a half-court basketball game? I can't anymore. I can't afford what might happen if I did. I don't even toy with that. I want to focus one more time on, I've kayaked and I've rowed and row boats and all that in my life, and, like, every time I've ever done it, it's almost always been because, like, that is nothing else to do. You know what I mean? It's never been like, I've never been dying to go in a canoe or in a kayak, right? It's always like, what the fuck, we're doing this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, and then you ever see those people doing it where they go upside down for like 30 seconds, then they pop back. I'm like, what the f <laughs> Holy shit. Are they even under there trying to get out, or are they just like, oh, I'll just do it upside down for a little? It's fucking nuts. People are nuts, dude. So what? you know what? How bored were you, guy? That you like to take the kayaks out on the fucking bay? Well, you know what, kids, you just you're looking for right. stuff to do like that. You know, like that's how do we know. kill? Right. How do we kill an hour here? Hey, let's get in the kayak, see what happens. Yeah, Next exactly. thing you know, I, I, I come back to land. I need crutches. It's right. like, and, and when you get when you get out of the kayak at the end, if like Seraphina sees like a little shell and bends down, you'll stand there and take that time as long as if she stands out of it twenty minutes. Let's do twenty. We'll burn twenty looking at the shell, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it takes <sighs> to get to nighttime, bro. That's 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 basically what parenting has become. Right. As soon as they get up, how how many things do we have to do? <laughs> to get to nightfall, where we go, exactly. go back to bed again. Oh, man. Anything that you get a good run, you're like, oh, God, I think we're going to burn a half hour. Right here. <laughs> <All> right, <so. laughs> we did go looking for shells, and I got to tell you, shells, that's a three, four-hour day, bro. They could they could sit out there and collect. That's a, right. I know. It's beautiful. It was beautiful. It is. Yeah. Sadie likes sea glass. It's a Pepsi bottle that's been in the water long enough. That's art to her. You know? <laughs> but uh, it's the same thing, right? They hold it up. They rinse it off and shit. It's nice. Yeah, you don't need hip surgery, bro. You just no, pull no. something. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get yeah, crazy. Yeah, no. I know. Let's, let's, not, let's not jump the gun here. 
from billion-dollar ad budgets and arena naming rights to tens of thousands of retail locations, big wireless providers spend big to appear like they're your only option. How do they afford it all? That big bill you get every month, that's how. But with Mint Mobile, they had, an, they had a different idea. Instead of a brick-and-mortar overhead, Mint Mobile is online only. What's that mean for you? A whole lot of savings. Because wireless plans from Mint Mobile start at just $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for just $15 a month. For anyone who hates their phone bill, which is all of us, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. Significant, man. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash thecast. All right? That's mintmobile.com slash thecast. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash thecast. How could you not take them up on that deal, baby? We had, a, we had Thanksgiving. My father-in-law took everybody out on a boat uh, to do um, tubing through the canals of Naples. Actually, channel channel of water and bro I, i'm sorry man I, I just uh we're going through the channel and and there's like m- kind of markers in the water you know the markers are made out of like it looks like a big tree and it's got a sign on it you know whatever no wake or whatever and, and my and my father-in-law's whizzing by these markers with the kids on the back right i mean one, one slight move the kid could, could go right into the marker and that's the end of that right. I can't relax at all doing these activities that I'm not used to or I didn't grow up doing. I, 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 the, the, the whole, the whole two hours I had anxiety that the kid was going to fall off. (laughs) Right. 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 And it's not, and again, because I'm not putting on you. I'll say it with me because I get the same way. Like at amusement park when my kid goes on a dangerous ride. I can't look. I'm like, and it's not, it's not that like, of course I love my child and I don't want anything to happen to my child, but it's just a massive inconvenience to my life. <laughs> if something would have fucking <laughs> happened right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, we got, we got a smooth operation right now, knocking on wood, everything's running tight. Why are we risking it to go five fucking feet past a floating sign in the water, right? It's an unnecessary risk. Unnecessary risk. We're not getting anything out of it. It's like diving in a shallow water. For, for what? For what? Who gives I, a shit? I, I agree. The, the, the benefits do not outweigh... The consequences yeah. of, you know, possibly one of those right. tracks at, at one of these amusement parks. Yeah, uh, these amusement parks and these carnivals and whatnot, yeah. you know, yeah. you always see a video where the Ferris wheel is going, and next thing you know, it starts to, you know, you ever see the, where it starts to like, oh, it's out of control, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's me. That's me. My family at a carnival. <laughs> that that would happen to me because I would be worried that that's going to happen. And, of course, right. I would reluctantly say to Lana, yeah, just right. let him go. And next yeah. thing you know, my kid is going in a 360 at 48 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, shit. You're, you're chasing after them. But, no, don't you feel if you really think something like that hard enough, it could happen? Like, I feel like if I, like, you know, if I'm on a plane, I'm like, this plane's going down. I feel like it's going down. Like, stop saying that. You're going to make it go down if you keep fucking saying that shit. <laughs> so, but so, why, why doesn't it work in the opposite? Like, we always think the uh, negative is going to happen. What if you did something positive uh, and said, oh, you know what? I'm going to come into a lot of money next month. And, because... But, because... <laughs> Because, because my what? mind don't believe me. 
My mind don't believe me. I've said to my mind, I'm going to be a big star someday. And my mind said, you don't even think that. <laughs> no, you don't. I believe that you think you might die on this plane, but you don't think you're going to be in movies. Yeah. All right, you're right. If I could just make a live intelligence, I'd be All right, we can do that. We're doing that. We're doing that. <laughs> oh, you know, the power of positive, po it's the power of positive thinking. Just because you say it in a mirror, I'm going to do great things. I'm going to do great things. I'm going to do But in your head, you're like, no, I'm not. I wouldn't be talking to this fucking mirror if I really thought I was. <laughs> 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 you know, uh. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, Tim Robbins, right over this shit. Tony. I mean, you just got really funny. More people kept coming to your show and you kept making them laugh. And ta da, -da I'm doing a Chuck Lorre hit on HBO Max. It's fucking great, bro. It's great. <laughs> I'm really thank, loving it. All right, th thank you, but uh, I think it's Anthony Robbins, not Tim Robbins. <laughs> Tony! All right, guys, we are full bore into the holidays here. Uh, it is go time. We're having some friends over, actually, for a little dinner party before we take in the new year. And we were trying to figure out what to get, what to do, and I did it. I did the smart move. I went with the filet mignons from Omaha Steaks. I'm not playing games. If I want to eat the best, I got to buy the best. And the holidays are here. You should do the same. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gift shopping. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. That's what happens when you go to Omaha Steaks. So that's what you want to do, baby. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off statewide. Plus, you use the promo code THECAST at checkout and get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, burgers, jumbo franks. They don't have it on my list here, but they even got these fantastic apple tartlets. Oh, my God. I think your grandmother made them. This offer won't last long. I'm telling you, Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code THECAST at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, all right? It's a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite, baby. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off statewide. Plus, use the promo code THECAST at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required, all right? As I said... Get them the best. You're already listening to the best cast. You may as well order them the best meat. I'm out. You, you see these Instagram videos about like, oh, the positivity and you wake up, gratitude. And, 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 fuck, right. I, don't do any, I don't do any of this shit. I don't write down, <laughs> I don't write down goals. Do you do this? <laughs> do you write what? that? Oh, my, my goals for 2024. I want to have oh. the podcast be in the top ten. And, oh, just because I wrote it on a paper, that's going to fucking happen? It's going to fucking happen. No, bro. I, I'm the same way. I don't write goals either because, like, I can write a goal. Like, the go my the, when I write goals, they're only goals because I got nothing else going on. <laughs> I, I can have a goal going, this year I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And then the phone rings. Hey, Kevin, you want to write on my sitcom? Fuck that goal. I'll be right there, Kev. <laughs> you know? My, Goals are what you yeah. make when you got nothing going on. <laughs> my goals, my goals, just they happened, like just like that, like that. That yeah. Kevin right. asked you to do his show. That's a goal. Yeah, that's it. That, that hey, just happened. better than the goal yeah. I wrote down. I'd rather do that goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You were like, oh, I'm going to do a, a TV show, and then Chuck Lorre says, "Want to do one with me?" Oh, yeah. I was gonna do my own, but that's a that's a better goal to do one with a legend like you. We'll do it together. <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh. But so, I don't know. Does that work? It looks like it works for Tom Cruise like perfectly. He's the only one who's knows how to play do the yo yo. You know. I don't know. Well, that guy that guy's operating on a different level. We all know that he's you know he gets up and. 
I just want to see, like, I just want to see again, and I hate to talk about crews like this because you know a lot of people. Oh, Tom Gray. But I mean, just uh, just a, a, a typical day. What this guy does from the time this guy gets up, the time this goes to, to the time he goes to bed. What is this guy doing, and how does he do it? What does he eat? You know, does he sleep well, in pajamas? Like, what does he do? Oh God, I hope not. I don't know, but 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 like, do you think he does like uh, climb halfway out of bed, lean against the edge of it, and cough and go, oh, what the f- <laughs> fuck? You know, <laughs> I think he kind of does like a body push up, like a like you, know, you ever see like a break dancer on their back and they yeah. do a jerk move and they land on their feet. That's how he gets out of bed. He does a back spring out of bed, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh God! And then his assistant just tosses him a toothbrush in the air, and catches it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> going. I don't know, man. Yeah. So anyway, oh, like you said, man. let's not hop. Let's not hop. Yeah. Let's, 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 yeah. We don't go down that road. What a year for the cast! Although I wanted to bust your balls about the new format of interviewing other comedians who also have their very own podcast, or how you drop in yeast infection ads mid-sentence, and how that sentence is usually just about how moist Tom Cruise makes you both, but it's the holidays, and it's been a while! So all I'll say is congrats, Bisque, on that new HBO gambling show. I saw it, funny shit, kid. And congrats on the new authentic tour, Petey. I hear you crushing it out there, brother. I just hope you're handling the mic on tour better than you did talking about building codes on Fredonia Public Access Television. Because that shit was uncomfortable. You're better than that, kid. Anyway, Merry Christmas, boys. Love you, DJ Lou, you bald-headed beauty, you. I gotta tell you this, and then we'll we'll pop over to you. I'm putting Seraphine in a bed last, uh, three nights ago, and she starts giggling. Looking at me, mm-hmm. it's dark, right? She goes, "Daddy, I think you and mommy eat the cookies on Christmas." I go, "What?" Yeah, I, I think you also hide the Easter eggs. You and mommy do that, and she's laughing during this. Now she's six. I, I, I wasn't prepared at all for this conversation. At all. Like, I don't even have any rebuttals yet. I'm thinking this is going to happen eight, nine years old, right? So this is three years yeah. earlier than my anticipated time timeline. And I said, right. I said, no, what you, why would you say that? That's that's Santa's job. That's the Easter Bunny's job. We don't do that. I go, who who told you this? Right right away, I'm at the kids at school, right? Right away, I'm, I'm upset. She's like, well, nobody, which I don't think that's true. But she also said the handwriting on the cards are the same handwriting mommy has. Like, two, you know, two Serafina from Santa. Right. This one's picking out the, the the hieroglyphics on the card, that's right? It. That's it. That's it. I, this I kid, s- <clears throat> CIA. This kid's already ready for the CIA. Like, that's the, that's deduction. That's smart, bro. I know. So I leave the room. Balling, right? I'm like, it's it, it's like, like one of those in, in what way balling? In what way balling? The, like, like because this the the magic what? is is over. Uh, God, you can't even come up with a, with something on the fly about why Santa and and Mom have the I same said, kind of handwriting. I, I I said I go that, that that that's that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Santa's Santa's you know real or the Easter Bunny's real, you know. And we just left it at that. I didn't want to go down a road. Because my mind was at school, motherfucking parent. You know, like, you know. Right. That's right, where my right. head was at. Right. I come out. I, I tell Lana, I go, she don't believe in Santa? No. She was, she said something to me last night about it. I go, 
get on a text thread with the mothers at school and find out what's going on. So Lana shoots out a, hey, just want to know if your kids are questioning Santa Claus. What are you guys doing? One mother's like, uh, I can't lie to my kid. I told her there was no Santa because I, I can't lie to my child. That's all I'm doing is lying over here, bro. I got, to my kids. I, got, I can't. I got so much to say about this, man. Because, first of all, my daughter's 10, and she's not questioning Santa. I'm starting to think she's slow because of it. Like, well, like, the other day she finally said, Dad, is it is there a Santa? And as I said to Jackie when she left, I go, what the fuck are you doing? Long division. You just learned about the war in 1812, but yeah, there's a fucking elf making your fucking computer right now, soldering at the North Pole. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're going to make me say it out loud? You know it. You know the deal. You know, but you know, so that's kind of where I, but like last year, she's got a cousin that like, it was the last year, the year before that said to Sadie, I don't think it's real, right? So Sadie said it, some friends were asking her and she goes, I think it's our parents. We got a call or an email from one of the parents who's a friend of Sadie saying, you know, we still, our kids still believe and Sadie said, da, 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 we'd appreciate it if and you're them right now you and lana can't believe you called the other parents <sighs> can't believe you know, you're those parents we just put out a text asking what? the parents asking the parents you deal is your kid you deal internally no, no, no. I got to find the source of the problem. Yeah, well, okay? I mean, what about this now, handwriting thing? Was, wasn't that? Okay. Take that into I'll... consideration. But what I'm saying is, listen, in the 80s, all the parents were on the same page. Right? They were. I agree. No, no parent was going outside the, the oh, we're going to tell that there's no Santa Claus to our kid because we don't want it. There was no parent like that. You stayed on course and that was it. You know, like you didn't give your, <laughs> right. you didn't, there's a problem. Here. Another problem. The parents right. giving the kids the iPhones, right? So right. it's going to be a time where Serafina is going to go, well, so-and-so's got an iPhone at school. Well, you know what? Why why don't all the parents get to fucking mm -hmm. gather and go listen at 15 mm -hmm. just right. like a license or whatever is when they get an right. iPhone or what it, it happens all at the right. same time. You can't have right. a 6-year-old with an iPhone at school and then my daughter so come home and go so and so's got an iPhone and I got to go no we ain't we ain't that family. Yeah, that's what you right? do though, but that's what you do, bro. You be stronger. You be the stronger parents. I hear you. Yeah. You can't. You I, I'm with you, bro. You can't, you can't, you can't though. You can't like make it a law. You just gotta make it. You know, you know. When your kid gets older, then you can brag and go because I didn't give it the iPhone at 15. Look at it now, all these ones. Because you know, I'm right there. And as far as Santa, I hear you. It's like you got one parent who's ruining it for everybody. But we're living in a time where parents, kids are your daughter's age, say they want to be the opposite sex, and the parents is okay. So you know, do you think the kid's gonna come and go? Not only do I not want to be a girl, I want to be a boy. Oh, and by the way, there's a Santa. You can be a boy, but of course there's a Santa. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a free-for-all out there. You got to keep it internal now. So, But do you get her so, back on track or you really think she doesn't believe? I'm going as far as possibly hiring a Santa Claus on right. Christmas I, Eve I, I, to yeah. come in and I go, Savina, he's here. And we get a glimpse of him under the tree. To bring back the magic. Right. What you take? I think I think it's gotta be done sooner. And I think the angle is is literally like you almost gotta combine a couple of things to make it something she'll believe. She's old enough now to be a, a, have a general awareness of what dad does, right? Com relatively speaking, compared to other you know, people out there. Some of the things they've done and seen, she gets it right a little bit now. Like, wow, I, you know, why can't we say, Dad, 
you know, you know how he does the shows and a lot of people like that. He knows Santa and he made a call. And and now Santa and so Santa came down from the North Pole because of dad's connections, just to be like, I heard you don't believe in me. I really, you know, your father's made a lot of people laugh for many years, so I felt like I'd come and do him this favor. I'm very busy right now, but what's going on that you might not? And you bring in, like, whoever's playing Santa in Miracle on 34th Street on Broadway, you hire that guy. You fly him out to your home to do this for about a half hour and then just split. I mean, that's believable. Uh, You know, my kid, I know my kid, you know what she would ask Santa? What? Where's your reindeers? What do I got? I got to get nine reindeers on the roof. Huh? Well, listen, right? I can't. The reindeer right now are training. When it gets this close to time to go, they go into a training where they start preparing on the off uh, for, for any kind of outcome. So I came here on my own. <laughs> I'll take you to Burbank with me. You can see the private jet I came in on. It's the same when your dad's flying me back to New York. <laughs> So, I want to rewind, though, to your daughter at 10, right? And, and and I've often thought this prior to Serafina even telling me, going, how in the hell are kids even believe in this stuff? Because, to your point, an elf is making a computer. To, we're going to see Santa today at the mall, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a kid and you go, what is this Santa doing here? Like... I just saw Santa at this mall, and then last week when we went to the other mall, there was a Santa there. What the hell are all these Santas doing around? Right, right. Right? So what's the explanation of multiple Santas? Well, that's interesting, because for Sadie, she kind of came up with it on her own pretty much right away anyway. She knew they weren't the real Santa. Um but that they these Santas that you see, they are are in touch with the real Santa, and the real Santa knows they're out there representing the North Pole. So you're not meeting the real Santa, but you're reading a, meeting a guy that knows Santa. So we're like, all right, whatever. It's they just want to believe so bad. It's no different than like you know a guy's wife has been cheating on him and he finally catches her and he's not even that sad because he, he knows she's been cheating but he just couldn't admit it to himself, you know, because he wanted to believe she... I want to believe she's not. I want to believe it. And I love her. I love her. You know? I just think they try to hold on to it way past... I mean, come on. She literally got to the point, bro, where she said, I know the Tooth Fairy's fake and I know the Easter Bunny's fake, Dad, but I mean, Santa's real. <laughs> okay. That was that was at one point, you know? Well, the questions that they're tossing us, I don't even think I questioned this shit when I was a kid. She had, she just lost her front tooth, and the tooth fairy came, and she goes, is there a tooth fairy for every kid, or is, just there, a, is there a fairy that takes care of all the kids? Right? Yeah. How would you answer that? One fairy? I'd, I'd, or, well, I'd say one. What about you? What do you say? I told her, you have your own tooth fairy, and you have 20 teeth, and she's responsible for all 20 teeth. You have your own personal fairy, and she and she has a name. And I oh. forgot, she, she named it. I forgot what she named. She actually asked the tooth fairy in a letter, what's your name? <laughs> and then my wife, and, and listen, bro, it's got it's gotten sickening. With the, I don't, and, and I would assume that you guys, first of all, does Sadie put her teeth under the pillow? Yeah, but they, in a little thing that's like looks like a tooth, and you put your tooth in there, and okay. then yeah, and then uh, still. Do so it. you you got to slide underneath the pillow while she's sleeping, take that out, and then slip some cash underneath there. Yes. Wow, One time, so that's like, Jackie got caught. And she's like, hey, it's just, because like she'll go to bed and then we're watching TV and then when we go to bed, Jackie put the money in and Sadie rolled over and was looking at it and Jackie's like, I'm just making sure you're sleeping okay. You know, we're both laughing afterwards like, yeah, like when do we ever go back in two hours later and pat her on the head like Little House on the Prairie? You comfortable? (laughs) Even Sadie's looking like, just put the fucking five under the pillow, please, (laughs) to wake me up. Jesus Christ. Oh, when sorry. I started, 
what I started doing about a year and a half ago, I go in to their room and give them a little kiss on the cheek while they're sleeping. And Serafina kind of wakes up. She's like, hey, daddy. And goes back to bed. I go. And I'm doing it because there's going to be a time where it's not going to be cute. I'm going to give them a kiss and they're going to look at me going, the fuck you doing in here? Right? (laughs) So I'm, I'm relishing in these little moments. Because Lana was doing it. I go, where are you going? She goes, I give them a kiss goodnight while they sleep. I go, I felt like I felt like I was missing out. Like, Akum, you didn't tell me you were doing that. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> the question is, do you know when the time is done to do that? Or do you, you, know, you think like you're going to walk in and, and, and your son's going to be like, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna lock in, baby. My, son, my son's gonna be doing something that you know. <laughs> Don't. Well, that means right? you, that means you know, he's well into his teens. You're still going in there for the cheek, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, when's, no, when's know, too when's it. too old to go in there? When's too like if you went in tonight, gave Sadie a little right. kiss on the cheek. Do you think that still would be cute? Or is that just like... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still I still give her a kiss all the time, like whenever I want, grab it. You know, she'll like, ow, oh, dad, all right. Or like when I kiss her, all right, all right, all right, like that. But, you know, yeah, cheek always. But, um, yeah, not like so much when she's sleeping. Like I've never, I don't really walk in and give her a kiss. I will say this, though. Does this make me mean? Like now she's getting to the age where like sometimes she'll come over and she'll like sit on my lap just to talk to me, you know? And like my first thought is, what's going on here? Like, what is she trying to get out of? Like, 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 just a, you know, or she'll like come over and, and hug me randomly. I'm like, random hug? What the? Yeah, like I just my mom never gave me a random hug. Like I never would go up to my mom in 1975. I don't know where. <laughs> She'd be like, what the fuck? I'm cooking and shit. <laughs> you know, we hugged, but it was always like. Yeah, like, happy birthday! You, yeah. It was just a random. <laughs> yeah, there was no random well, acts of you. kindness. <laughs> right? Don't you find your family? I'm sure there's a lot more random. I love you. I love you. Just flying all over the place. When I grew up, and someone said it, it was like fucking knock you back off your feet like a airplane tailpipe or something. You know what I'm saying? What'd you just say? Nothing. What the fuck? I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> I, like, yeah, but growing up, like, if my dad said, I love you, it was, like, through a cough or something. It was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> it was yeah, inaudible. I'd have about <laughs> half a bottle of white wine in it before she said, I love you. <laughs> Not, I mean, you know, I know they loved us. It just, they just didn't throw it around, you know? No, no, you're right. We're throwing it around, like, constantly over here, you know? Right. I, I just, I walk me through, through the house and see Seraphina. I go, I love you, baby girl. She's like, I love you, daddy. And, you know, and my dad, my dad believes that it dilutes the meaning of I love you because he believes, like, my dad, this, this is when I love you is going to mean something. Well, my dad is on his deathbed, right? And he takes his last gasp of air yeah. and he goes, I love you. That <laughs> that to my dad is like the epitome of the of the word I uh, the phrase I love you, right? Like right. he ain't gonna he ain't gonna say it on the phone <laughs> right. on a Tuesday after we had a conversation. <laughs> it's, it's right, right. I love. He's almost that last breath. He's touching your cheek. I love you, and you're like, you're like, whoa! Now it's like, now I know what he meant. It was the most powerful. I love. It's like Stallone wanting to go back to Southpaw, and you know, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. (laughs) 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 But your dad's on to something. I mean, you know, he's a Sicilian man. He's pretty cold. He could be rough around the edges, but in this case, I gotta say. This is tough love, but it makes a lot of sense because it's, you know, 
I hear I love you sometimes for my own kid. And to your father's point, I'm like, all right, what's behind this? What do we, we want to watch TV? What do we want here? You know, <laughs> it's just flying around a little too much. Or yeah, else I, I feel I, my daughter will go, sorry, bro, one last thing, but she'll go like, uh, Dad, I love you. Mom, I love you. Uh, you guys need anything? Like, I don't know if she should be saying this stuff, right? But then like, she'll go off into the other room and she's so happy, but I'm like, why, like, is there an insecurity I'm not seeing? Is Because maybe she's an only child. I said to Jack, is she afraid, like, if something happens to us, she's, like, alone? So there's this overly coming in, being like, I love you, and I love you. Um, or, like, Jackie's like, she's just a nice, happy kid. And I'm like, oh, all right. Because I, I didn't do it. I never sk skipped into the kitchen. I love you, Mom. I love you, Dad. <laughs> My father... <laughs> If you love me, go mow the fucking lawn. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so anyway. Is that weird, bro? I mean, you know, what's your take well, on that? Am I cold or something? No, I just don't think you grew up with a lot of that around the house. So now it's foreign to you. And you're associating with uh, uh, it with your kid wanting something. And not just yeah. genuinely being happy and, and you know. Right. Yeah, I I, I, would, I would embrace that rather than, like, push it away. Well, I don't know. It's like when you're at a party and you're having a good time, you don't sit there going, I'm having a good time, I'm having a good time, I'm having a good time. And then I'm thinking, you must not be having a good time because why would you keep saying, you know? I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But same thing, like, yeah. if I was your son, you came in and kissed me on the cheek, I'd be like, what's with this uh, 1030 at night kiss now? What's this, where's this coming from? <laughs> No, I come in. I come in on a kiss on my son on the cheek, right? And he don't. Yeah. This this kid don't move. Like Serafina, you give her a kiss and she lights up, and then she goes back to bed. You give Caruso a kiss on the cheek, and he's like, this guy's in a deep, deep sleep. He don't even feel it, right? So, I'm gonna continue to do this um, <laughs> until I feel it's at an age where it's like, all right. Eh. Me and they'll come in at 15 and give your son a kiss on the hair. Yeah. In the head. And That's cool, man. You, you guys are going to have a really cool relationship for your whole life, man. It's cool. Do you kiss your dad by any chance? Can I ask you that? When you see him now, like, do you guys kiss now or a little pug? Nah, it's a hug. I, I haven't kissed my father and God damn, I don't know when the last time my father and I had any, any affection through lips. <laughs> Not even on the <laughs> cheek, bro. No, well, that's what I really mean, like the old hugging. Well, you know what? It's funny, like when he leaves, we hug. But even the hug is like... <clears throat> it's a hug, but it's not too long, right? <sighs> like... In your opinion, a hug goodbye on, on your parents, what's the time time limit on that? Like, seconds. I, I would like to think, in a perfect world, the hug with a parent lasts until the parent decides to let go. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I hug my daughter, I don't give a shit when she's done with it. I'll let you know when I'm done with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm your father. I'm so you know, when you're hugging with your dad, you know, do, is uh, do you find him pulling away and you're oh jeez, I didn't know, like and then you release cuz he released or is it a si simultaneous release or do you feel you're holding on a little less? I I think? feel like when I'm hugging anybody, I'm the one to break the hug. I feel the few times I hug you that you can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> Back off. And I don't think that you don't like me or anything. I just think that you're not like, yeah, you know. You know what? Now that you think, now that you say it. Yeah. You come in on a hug. Right. With, with two arms, right? Like, you, you come in like this, right? So, but I don't, I don't hug know. everybody I know. So when I'm when when someone reaches that, yeah, it leaves me a little dumbfounded because I don't know. Like, do I come up underneath your armpits, 
or do you come underneath my armpits? I I, I, I feel like when you come in on a hug, do you go underneath right. somebody's armpits or do you go around their shoulders? I uh, usually come shoulder, shoulder, yeah. Over the shoulder. I don't come under. You know, I'm usually, yeah. I think I <laughs> I'd be come. weird if I came under. You'd be like, was he fucking picking me up? <laughs> Like you, you know, you go. Yeah, but like, you don't put, you don't rest your two arms on my shoulders. No, I come like that, and then you usually come like that, and like you know, you pat me like that. Same thing on my side, you do, and then like you, you know, you're like, I, I tend to lean in on a, on a right lean in on a one arm. And yeah, it's like, there's a show. I put, I put my shoulder right into your chest plate, <laughs> right, and when my. And then my head goes away from your head, and then I release. I think that I think that's a that's kind of like a man hug. The way you're coming in is like yeah. we were in the army, and I was captured, right? Right, right, right. Six six years go by, right? And I I was released. And we're reuniting for the first time after, after six years. Oh, man. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> I, my, my hug to you, I feel, is Mafia Social Club, Christmas party. I'm hugging you, and in your head, you're like, if you had to put your money on it, this is the one guy that would never whack me or rat me out. That's the hug. Hey, you know. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Coming in, guy. That's what I'm seeing it as. Next time you hug your dad, hold it. See what's up. See if he like tries to. You know what? I'm gonna try your method. I'm gonna come in big on the hug, and I ain't gonna release until they release. And you know what? Like if they release, like Kiss if you're in a hug, kiss your dad right on the cheek. Plan one right on the cheek, man. He'll melt. He'll melt. You think so? Come on, he's more American than Sicilian at this point. Soften him up. Uh, Boom. <laughs> what, what about? Yeah. Go ahead. If what? What if you played professional soccer? They practically make love after somebody scores. I, I saw a highlight the other day. Did you see that one? The guy comes from behind, picks up his teammate. But when he picks him up, say this is his ball sack. He comes so low that he's got the guy's balls and he knows he does Patrick can find this if he's listening uh, and as a joke he stops and he grabs his teammates balls like this for the crowd and he goes like that and then he lets him go <laughs> and his teammates just like that while he's doing that to the, while the guy's doing that to his balls <laughs> you know so I mean you know if I you mean, scored listen. a goal you'd look over at your teammates and be like nobody fucking touch me alright I know you're glad I know you're glad I don't know where you're headed can you call in sick? Uh, <laughs> I gotta get going. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see you, Phil. We have to discuss the the TV show. Bookie okay. is really great, dude. How well, you? I mean, well, the response has been great. First of all, most of the reviews I saw were great. And then I saw it and it was great. But even the few reviews that maybe like were mediocre, they all said you were great. And dude, you, this character's great. You fucking, you, the guy um, who was the NFL player, who's your partner, he's great. The whole thing. So I'm just, uh, what's your take on the one a week? Uh, it's like the, the bookie only comes out every Thursday now on HBO Max. Now we got to wait a week. And I'm not used to waiting a week, man. Yeah, Max does this where they don't give you it all at once. So what's going to happen is it's two episodes every Thursday for the next three, oh, three weeks. So, yeah. So you get oh, two this beautiful. Thursday, two next Thursday, and two the following yeah. Thursday. So, That's yeah, they don't give you they don't, the, you guys. They don't give you, like, the whole eight at once, so you don't right. binge, binge watch right. the whole thing. I don't know exactly why they do that, but... Um, yeah, man, it's good. It's been been getting really good response. I'm really, really happy with uh, the way people are 
enjoying it. Nice. Um, nice. I, I haven't got any word from, you know, and I think it's going to be a while until we get any word from, hey, are we going to do this again? Uh, but I would love, I mean, I would love to do another, yeah. you know, se- season of this. I mean, of course. It's a dream job, bro. It's like in, in LA, do eight episodes. Yeah. It takes, what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks to do it. And, yeah. uh, you know, working with those guys, Chuck Lorre, Omar, uh, Dorsey, who plays Ray, my partner. And the cast is great. Vanessa, who plays my sister, yeah. and, and uh, Andrea, who plays She's my wife. She's great. And- everyone's great. And I, I love the way, especially when, you, when you're filming in L.A., you know, you, you, there's so many locations. You know what I mean? Because in L.A., you, you, you're here for a minute, then you got to go here, then you're here. So you, you, it's like, and dude, it's funny. It's really good. It's really good. So... You know, I hope it gets to come back. I look forward to catching the rest of them. I laughed out loud, which, like, you know, you don't do that much on shows these days, but it was, it's really good, man. And well, it's, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, you know. I, you know, after the last episode with the uh, knife, I'll leave it at that. <clears throat> so, yeah, way to go, bro. Fucking, and you're on everything now. Holy shit, you're everywhere. So, yeah, we're doing uh, a, yeah, so we're doing that's a... that. Yeah, we do the we did. I was in New York last week, and this brings me to kind of what I was I started saying uh, from the get go with uh, the podcasting. So, I did Andrew Schultz's flagrant uh, podcast, right? Um, and I got to give it up. And I told him, and I told him while I was there, I got to give it up to these younger comedians who do these podcasts yeah. and walking into their environment and seeing kind of how it all works and whatnot. Andrew Scott, like yeah. He's got like a loft up in, you know, in the middle of New York City. He's got like you walk in, it's he's got like people there. You know, it's like there's like eight or nine people. You know, he's got right uh, one, two, three, three other guys that are on the podcast with him, and uh, really cool, really you know, casual, nothing, nothing too serious about it, but. You know, he says, you know, he's seen our podcast, and he, you know, he's, this guy's doing really well with his podcast. Bro, he's like the Tyler Perry of podcasting. I mean, forget it. He's a media mogul. I'm aware of all the stuff he's doing. Yeah, big time. And he was, he goes, guy, what are you doing on, what are you doing on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 did you see his body language? Did you see his body language? You, you, bro, it was it was almost like somebody just made fun of your mother. That's that's how you just re- just reacted. Well, to I that. don't know. I never saw it as Zoom. We're on Zoom right now. I just uh, that's what that's what we go through. Is this? Zoom? I didn't, I didn't. Hi, welcome to the Zoom interface. He he's he's like, you gotta be in the room. You can't gotta be in the room. Right. He, he goes, no, nobody right. wants to watch two guys in separate locations. He's like, nobody wants to watch that. Oh, yeah. Which right. you know, you got a you right. got a point, and we we've we've definitely you know added a element to the podcast where you know you For come sure. out and I, mm-hmm. and I, and I think you know a lot of people like this format. That, that our listeners like what we're doing now. But I right. think in order to really kind of make a splash in the podcast world, you got to be in the same room, which I agree with. But that being said, we, we have someone over there that is willing to, you know, share some ideas, what they do to kind of right. uh, excel. Uh, I did uh, Chris uh, Stefano's podcast, uh, Chrissy Chaos, and something happened on the podcast, and I didn't know where to go with it. And I want Patrick to see if he could find it. Um, he has like deformed feet. Could you could you bring up the De Stefano's or De Stefano's feet? Does he do his out of New York as well? Yeah, he does his out of New York. Uh, you know, they got like they rent a loft or whatever it is, and they set up a thing, and you know, they just go with it. Um. But I want you to take a look at his feet, right? Because he brought it up on the podcast, and I didn't know he had this foot issue. 
And when I saw it, I had a reaction, but I didn't want to like go down this road of kind of making fun of his feet. He he was making fun of his own feet, but I didn't know if he had like a like a like a deformity called you know f- feet feet euphoria or whatever. I I don't know what he had, so I didn't really want to like make make fun of his feet. But bro, this guy's feet are. Okay. This is Whoa. Oh, well the good news is like at a quick glance, you don't even notice the deformity there. But then when you look twice, it's like the the problem is the big toe, right? Is outgrowing the rest of the team by too much? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It don't look right. What well, well, I mean, you, like you made it sound like I was gonna be looking foot. at like uh what? Yeah, I, I know, but that's like I don't even think if I was dating him that that would be a deal breaker. Bro, if I came to the pool, what? if I came mm-hmm. to the pool, you never saw my foot before, I take off my, my my shoe and that comes out, you don't go, ooh. Like, what happened? What, what What's the... Pr- nah, well, what's the problem? The problem is that the big toe is too big, right? Too long? I don't know, bro. It don't look like my foot. Don't look like your foot. What? My foot is like, listen, you know, if if if, if, if that, that, what do you mean? That's like the that, toe that's, is too big. It the, what? It, I was expecting to see a, a a peg, bro. Like literally, no toes or something like that. Well, you know. Well, yeah, your expectation does not meet the reality of what what you're seeing now. But if you didn't have any expectation, and somebody took their shoe off and that was their foot, you would have to go, okay. There's you know, there's a problem here. That, that 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 foot looks almost normal, bro. All right, this, I mean, this is, going, is there a disease is... for somebody? There's a disease. I forget what it's called. When you want to have a disease, like there's a there's a thing when you want you want to be handicapped or something. I think this. I think De Stefano wants to be handicapped, but he's not. So he's trying to find anything because that's a pretty non. That's like a normal, unattractive man's foot with a toe a little longer than the rest of the camp. That's all. Uh, just, just get it off. Get it off. All right. All right. So that was the big reveal, by the way, with Schultz. We got to be in the same room. There was nothing else, nothing like, uh, and told Corelli to stop cursing so much. Any more little tidbits? Mm, no, there was no specific kind of one-offs of what what we could right. be doing better. It was it was just more like you got to be in the same room. But we do have to figure out. I think you you said you were going to come out here in January for a gig. Yes. Yes. You got got to give me those dates so we could we could line up uh, Garcia and uh, and oh, and do yeah. some. Uh... <laughs> be awesome! That'd be awesome, bro. So uh, the foot thing. I want to ask you something. Okay. Yeah. So long story short, without getting too personal about it, we came across somebody that has very big feet. Okay, and even needs custom shoes. It's a female friend of mine. Okay, put it at that. But they're not overly tall. So my question, I literally wrote it down because I thought it was fascinating. I wanted to ask you about it in the cast. What's your take on you meet a girl and you fall in love? You're taller and everything, you know? That's nothing like that. But uh, her feet are bigger than yours significantly. Like, like to the point if you're both under the covers and somebody walked in the room and only saw feet, they would think that she was the guy based on size. Could you be with a woman... What a bigger shoe size than you? Is that was that too much of a turn off? That like this is. Well, I mean, is it like gigantic? Like, are we talking? Oh, a shoe she size. She doesn't more? fit into your shoes, and, and and her shoes would be like a size too big on you. Like you wouldn't fit into it. It's custom. And 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 she is taller than me, or like is is the no. foot proportionate to the body type? No, that's the thing. It's not the foot is not proportionate to the body type. The foot so is this woman could be five six and and wear a ten 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 shoe. Right, I think it's more like maybe a twelve and a man at five six. Bro, that's that's a that's a big foot, man. But, it's not someone I know well. I met them out out and about. It's not like I'm going to run into them in town. Going, I heard you talking about my feet. 
you just said female friend, all right, which acquaintance, I don't even acquaintance. And does she know she's got big feet, or was this a conversation? Like, it was presented down- to me that you know I had said something about feet, and then when I met them, they're like, I wear custom shoes. Check it out. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And they're like, and the guy's like, her feet are fine. She just has giant feet, big feet, oversized feet for her. You know, she's a tall woman, but not tall than him. I mean, maybe she was like 5'8, five, 5'7, five, but still. Five, I'm like, and he's like, her feet are tall, bigger than my feet. And I was like, no kidding. He's like, yeah, like she can't fit into my shoes. And I was like, oh, wow, you know? But in my head, I'm like, oh, wow. I don't well, think you're past that. I mean, you go to a bowling alley. I'm like, I'll take a ten, and my wife will take a twelve if you have it. Oh God, <laughs> men's. <laughs> listen, <laughs> so <clears throat> listen. If you got big feet like that, yeah, yeah, and you go on the first date, right? Mm-hmm. Are you obligated to tell the person, listen, I wear a size twelve shoe? And I'm five, yeah. five, six, five, seven. Or right. do you just find that out when you're in bed one night and you look and you go, "Holy shit!" Right. Like, hey. Are you supposed to discover that, or you think you should be told? <laughs> That's that? I'm right there with you. No, I think you gotta. I think it comes out. Oh, it comes out on the first date, but only if you're feeling as a man or woman that you know there is gonna be a second date. Like things are going well, then in your head you're like, "I really, this is probably gonna go." happen again so let me peel this band-aid listen i got a big foot you know but you know you come out in something that hides it well that day for the first date you know like some black shoe or something you don't come out with a sandal um but i would let it be known i can't just and i gotta pretend yeah i wish i wish i could (laughs) (laughs) you wish what i wish i could see the foot like it's a right. female foot, right? So, mm-hmm. if it's a size twelve, does that look? Does she still have like beautiful feet, like toenail pop, nice? And it just happens to be enlarged, or does it look right. like like a man's foot, where it's like fat right. and the toes are not like delicate? Is it overgrown? Right. I, I, I guess. Listen. I've never seen it, but I would I would think it's like the first thing. I think it's a feminine foot, but I just, I mean I thought of it too because of uh, you know I it just when you showed me that one it was like the Stefano's foot. I don't think it says uh, it's deformed as much as it is just long. So take a woman's foot, eleven and a half, twelve, something like that, beautiful nail polish on the ends, but bigger than yours. I don't know, like it's. And she's my foot at night. <laughs> she's beautiful, but her feet were jacked up. I pulled the covers back. Yeah. It's hammer time. I should have known something was up. I seen her shoes had little bumps on the top of the shoes when I met her, but I thought maybe it was an old shoe or something. My foot is small to begin with. I, 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 I'm, I'm sure many women have larger feet than I. Like, I'm guessing you wear a what, 11? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. What about you? You know, my housekeeper put Patrick's shoes in my closet because he he he's got shoes that he leaves here, right? So I'm mm-hmm. looking at these shoes. I don't even recognize the shoes, right? Like, what the fuck is this? So I pull out the shoe, right? Bro, it it looked like a He's an 11, right? I'm a nine and a half. And you take an 11 compared to a nine and a half, bro, it's like they were heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like I I took the shoes on. I go, eee, this guy's got. You had another another size and a half to a shoe. You need two hands to get these things out of the closet. Right. They cost more. There's more material. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it takes. Long. I mean, now my thing exactly everything you're saying. 
but it's dark and it's in your bedroom and you go to grab your shoes, but instead you grab Patrick's, but instead of that being Patrick's, that's your wife's. You cool with that? You go, oh, oh, oh those are my wife's because those are heavy. Those are 11 and a half. You know, that's like... I, I don't know, bro. I, I think that's... Yeah. I got to see it to look at it to see, see it. if it even makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what a size 12 looks on a, like on a, on a female body frame at five seven five eight. I don't even know what that looks like. What if someone wants to set you up? I got a gal. She's real pretty. I'm I'm honest. Like, she's real pretty. She's a really great girl. But before you meet her, I just want you to know, you know, she wears a size 11 and a half men's. So, you know, I don't know, like, you know, before you meet her and fall in love with her and then have to decide if that's something you could deal with. I'm just telling you ahead of time, she'd rather not meet her at all because she's 11 and a half. Or, would you be like, eh, bring her out, bring her out. <laughs> I think I go just out of curiosity to see even what that looks like, but I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna flip it on the other side. What if she's got a size two, like small, like like awkwardly small, and she's five eight, right? She's and she and, and she's wearing like a like Serafina's shoes, like, right? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's the think? same thing. I think, like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's a bit of a deformity, isn't it? Like an undersized this... foot. Then I got to worry about, you know, my uh, my kids gonna have small feet, maybe even smaller. <laughs> like, are they gonna get the double down on the small gene? I I did a bit on stage a couple weeks ago. Some guy was telling me in the front row, he's only got one. I said, you wear contacts? He goes, only one. The other eye is fine. And he's with a woman. And I said to her, see now, like right there, I'd have to ask, what's up with that uh, one eye? Is it going to just always need a contact or is it slowly dying? Because I ain't doing, I'm not dating a patch guy in 10 fucking years, right? So it's not so much the small feet thing. Is it going to be an issue by the time you're 40? You're not going to be able to fucking walk because your feet are so small. And now you're in a wheelchair. Get it. You know? <laughs> I'm thinking long term. <laughs> So, no, that's gonna, that's gonna, like, God forbid, Jackie's uh, eye died. She wakes up, right, right eye's right. dead, and she needs a patch, right? <laughs> oh, I, I got to do it, right? It came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying it. If if God, just, just, if you will have the bagel. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this, bro. I have no idea. <laughs> I know, but, bro, I know. This ain't right. The show has ended. My goals for 2024. I want to have oh. the podcast be in the top 10. And, oh, just because I wrote it on a paper, that's going to fucking happen? <laughs> <laughs>